Welcome to AlleyCast, where we talk all things business, body image, mindset, and more. If it's juicy, we're talking about it, baby. Let's dive right in. All right, friends. Wow. I really, really don't want to record this podcast right now. It's about 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Yes, the day I am supposed to be posting my podcast. But, you know, life has just been a wild fucking ride. So here I am. I've made a commitment to myself. I'm going to post a podcast every Wednesday. No matter what time of day it is, I'm going to make sure it gets done. And that, my friends, is just bucking up and doing the damn thing. So here I am. Um, I much rather, to be honest with you, would be watching Criminal Minds and eating dinner while scrolling TikTok at the same time. But sometimes in life, you got to just do the things you don't want to do. So that's my moral of the story, just starting off with a bang. Um, But that's not what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about eating more than your partner, which has been something that has plagued Eric and my relationship since day one, really. Um, And it's gotten so much better. Very pleased to report that. Um, But it's been something that has plagued us really in a one-sided way, right? So it never affected him and he never was worried about it. It was always my issue, um, which is kind of moral of the story of our entire relationship. No, but um, it, it really is something that, you know, talking with you guys and sharing all my stories here and there, I've noticed has been really something that a lot of other people struggle with, um, especially, and also in honor of Pride Month, you know, a lot of same-sex couples struggle with this, especially, um, you know, I have a few friends who are lesbian and just saying, you know, comparing their bodies to their partner's bodies, especially because they're the same gender, oftentimes can spark up lots of, you know, comparison and, you know, negative feelings and shame. So, we can get into it all, really. I mean, this is going to be a mixed bag podcast, but I think I really do want to focus on eating more than your partner, why it's more than okay, and why society sort of makes us feel like it's not okay. So let's just dive in. Let's do it. All right, so first things first, I'm going to start with a little story time, as I always do, because we're humans. We love a story. So Eric and I were in Paris to set the scene. It's September 2017. The leaves are a fallen. We're in Paris. This sounds very bougie, but I promise you we traveled there on Eric's points because he was in consulting and had a bunch of points. And I had never been, neither of us had ever been to Paris. So I'll let you pretend like we're all, you know, high and mighty and bougie, but really it's all an illusion. So we're in Paris. We had been dating at that point for about two years. So nothing, you know, wasn't brand new relationship. We should have felt very comfortable with each other. Um, And, you know, as anyone knows who's traveled anywhere, really, there's a lot of a change of routine that happens when you're on vacation, especially when you're in a city like Paris, is a very walkable city, lots of sightseeing. And in turn, we walked a lot of steps. I would say we were averaging like 20,000, 25,000 steps a day. Um, which I remember vividly because I was obsessed with my Apple Watch at the time. So I was like tracking all my steps and, you know, I would do crazy things. Like if I didn't get my steps in that day, I would go for late night walks, like just batshit. And if there's something you need to know about Eric Katz, it is that love him dearly, but the man's doesn't really prioritize food in his day, right? So, you know, he's the type that really just forgets to eat pretty much every day. Um, and now I've come to just expect it. And it's, 
it's charming, you know, it's a charming little factoid about him, but it used to really bother me. So especially when we're traveling, you know, you're eating every meal with your partner. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I feel like I'm traveling, I feel like I'm eating so much more than I am because you're so cognizant of every time you're consuming food, you're either going out to a restaurant or you have to buy food, right? Um, And so it's just much more it's much more obvious when you're eating rather than when you're home, you can just grab a handful of goldfish from your pantry and, you know, sort of mindless. And so Eric and I had this beautiful breakfast buffet at our hotel that we would go to pretty much every morning, you know, cause it was included. Wanted to save a little cashola before we went sightseeing for the day and we're out and about and, you know, time's flying because we're in Paris and we're feeling romantic and we're doing all of the sightseeing things at the Louvre. And all of a sudden, I, you know, just get a wave of hunger. And Eric didn't say anything, you know. And this had been, it's, it had been a decent amount of time since we had eaten breakfast. And instead of a normal person just saying, you know, hey, you ready for some lunch? Are you getting hungry? <laughs> What's the stomach situation over there in Eric land? No, I sort of suppressed my my hunger, didn't say anything, didn't want to rock the boat. Um, Also in 2017, I was much more of a people pleaser than I am now. I'm still very much working on that, you know, part of me, but I'm getting better for sure. Um, Therapy does wonders, friends. So yeah, I didn't really say anything to him and I just kind of kept letting the hunger build and I would push it down, push it down. And then suddenly, you know, it had been many hours since breakfast and Eric still is just, you know, hunky-dory, cruising along, looking at things in Paris and seemingly fine. And I am literally ready to gnaw my arm off of my, of the bone. Um, and I just snap at him. We get in like one of the biggest fights we've arguably ever had, arguably pun intended. And he's like, what is your deal? And I was like, I am so hungry. And how are you not hungry? Like I was, I was pissed at him that he wasn't hungry the same time that I was hungry. He was like, I don't know. I'm just not hungry yet. And I was like, but you're six, two and I'm five, four (laughs) and you're a man. (laughs) Why are you not hungry yet? Like I was angry and he was just bewildered because he was like, I don't understand why you're mad at me for this. Um, long story short, you know, we, we made up, but it was just this, this culmination, this breaking point of, everything that I had been feeling in our relationship because I had felt that many times before um but again never said anything didn't want to rock the boat and it really caused me to realize this is a problem like this is my insecurity and I'm sure everyone listening is like yeah no shit um but really it took a long time for me to realize that this is my shit that I'm you know airing out and it's nothing to do with him and that's tough tough to grapple with you know when you are deep in disordered eating tendencies and thoughts (laughs) you don't think anything is your fault um but again therapy does wonders so slowly over time i realized okay first of all let's just take a step back it's okay if i am hungry at a different time than my partner even if we had breakfast at the same time even if he is however many inches taller than i am you know even if he is quote-unquote the man. He's supposed to eat more than me. The dainty little woman. Talk about that for misogyny. So the first thing that really helped me was just unpacking where this all came from, right? 
why do I feel like number one as a woman, I'm supposed to eat less than the man? And again, this is for a straight relationship. I don't have any experience with dating same gender. So I started to unpack that. Then I started to really examine why did I feel shameful? Why did I feel guilty if I ate at a different time than someone else, right? And really when you start to unpack it and and examine it, it's very, very illogical thinking because you and your partner are two totally different people. Me and Eric are different bodies. We're different. We have different metabolisms. We have different functions going on in our body. And again, no, I don't want to even include this. I almost didn't want to include this because it doesn't matter. But at the time I was working out like crazy. Like I was lifting weights. I was running. I was just overall much more active than Eric was. So of course I was going to be hungrier than him. But again, I I almost didn't want to include that because even if I wasn't and I was hungrier than him, that's also fine. Um, Lastly, I feel like I really used to compare what, you know, other people were eating compared to me, what Eric was eating compared to me. And I know the travel example is a little bit different because yes, I was actually watching him eat every meal and every morsel of food for the whole day. But you have to think in your normal day-to-day life, like I would see Eric, you know, at work or something, and he was seemingly eating just much less than me, skipping meals. But I wouldn't see, you know, like I remember one time I brought it up to him. I was like, did you even eat lunch today? Like I didn't even see you eat lunch and I'm already three meals deep and I'm preparing for a fourth. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, he was like, I had a huge like burrito at Taco Bell. And I, and I ate it when I was out in the car, like running errands or something. And I was like, oh, like here I was judging myself when I didn't even see a full meal that he had eaten. Right. So I think oftentimes we really shame ourselves and judge ourselves when we haven't even seen the full picture. We're we're comparing apples to oranges. And I noticed this a lot. This is sort of a tangent, but very still valuable. When I would go out to dinner with girlfriends, you know, I would order like a burger or something and they would order a little petite salad or maybe they would have a burger but they would only have like a third of it and I wolfed the entire thing but what I didn't see is maybe they had a huge lunch maybe they had a snack before coming to dinner you know maybe they just biologically weren't that hungry that day um so it's like this comparison thing and social media just adds a whole nother beautiful layer onto all of this but I think we find ourselves comparing again apples to oranges we're not comparing the same thing so it's just not a fair comparison so that you know it's a very logical viewpoint i know but it really helps me because i can kind of tend to spiral and get emotional with a lot of these things um and just sort of like this shame vortex that i can't climb out of and i just want to finish with another <laughs> little story which you know again god love him eric is the most logical human you'll ever meet just and he was a bioengineer at berkeley you know just a very cut and dry, this is how it is, logical guy, which I love because I am the complete opposite. I am so emotional, very impulsive, very driven by how I'm feeling. Um, And so sometimes, you know, it doesn't work (laughs) because we're so different. And sometimes it's really helpful to talk to him about body image stuff. Um, It helps just to ground me sometimes, bring me back to planet earth, shall I say. So I remember telling him, you know, this whole dilemma and all these feelings I was having about me eating more than him and he just very matter-of-factly I will never forget this he very matter-of-factly looked at me just point blank and was just so dumbfounded by my anxiety about it and it was just like 
I just, I don't understand why you're comparing what I'm eating to what you're eating. Like we are two different people. Just so, so basic and so, so logical. And I, you know, it was everything that I just said to you guys, but the way he said it was just so matter of fact. And I was like, I know, like, I know we're two different people, but, and I just, I didn't have a, a counter argument because I knew that my argument was invalid. I knew it was illogical. I knew it was emotionally based. So, you know, sometimes when you're feeling just very emotional and kind of swirling into the vortex of doom, as I like to call it, just bring out your inner Eric cats, you know, bring out the logical side. What would Eric say? You know, W W E S. Yeah. What would Eric say? Anyways, that's what I'm leaving you with today. Um, if you have struggled with this, let me know. Leave me a, a comment on Instagram. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I always love hearing from you guys. And I know that, you know, the whole disordered eating recovery, if you're in the thick of it, it's, it's very challenging. It's very nuanced. There's a lot that goes on, but I promise you, you can get better. And I was one person, I've said this before, but I never thought I would have a normal relationship with food. And telling the story, it's like, I can't believe that was me, right? It just feels like a different lifetime. Um, like now, I happily eat more than Eric, and <laughs> I brag about it to him, really. So, love you guys. I will see you next week with, you know, hopefully a more prepared episode. But um, I kind of been liking these quick ones. They're fun. They're short. I have ADD, so just keeps me engaged. All right, friends. Talk to you later. Bye.